Hello everyone and welcome back to the Conservative Brothers Podcast. I still have yet to make the episode about feminism and our 21st century male perspective, but it will be made soon. We experienced hail in my state and fortunately for me, my car was unscathed by the hail. Others were not so fortunate. Some of my friends had hail damage to their vehicles. I'm off to class at this current moment, but I think I'm going to make it a regular schedule of days for Mondays and Wednesdays for the podcast. So, topic I was thinking about discussing today is probably going to surround comedians and their ability to push boundaries in our society and how when we criticize some comedians for the views or the jokes that they use, it will eventually start infecting other people's ability to say these jokes. So, if you look at online comedians such as Steven Crowder, who I am a very consistent listener of, and I support him a lot, I'm planning on going to see the Spooktacular in College Station, he gets a lot of flack for the jokes he makes because of his not only conservative stance, but what is considered offensive from some. The thing is, is that freedom of speech allows you to use these jokes. Of course, there are consequences for the speech that you use. However, that is ridiculous for him being, of course, demonetized from YouTube for the jokes that he makes. Why is it that YouTube is going to dictate what is considered offensive speech and then say that he's in the wrong? It doesn't make sense. Because whatever they consider offensive is what the globalist puppet masters want them to think. It's what the left wants them to think. Because they're big tech. Instead of censoring all of those rap music videos that are online today, those can stay. And they can talk about actually abusing women and using them for sex objects, talking about money, guns, and cop killing... And some of the rap songs are pretty good. They're pretty clean, and they have uh, they have a story behind them. But if you look at the majority of those rap songs, that's what they are. But why is it that whenever he makes a joke, why is it that when Steven Crowder makes a joke, he's going to get demonetized because people are getting offended? See, the thing is, is it ties into what is considered free speech. I'm okay with any speech. It doesn't matter who's saying it. I have a family member that I disagree with politically. And so whenever they say something to me, like they call me simple-minded or they call me one way, they're more than welcome to express that view and express that because that's their freedom of speech. It may be offensive to me because that, you know, because we have this, you know, belief of you gotta, you got to take into what I said about postmodernism last week. These, the belief from these people that, oh, it's my truth, it's my personal 
truth that it offends me. Well, fine, I'll use that same logic against them. It's my personal truth when you call me one-sided. It's my personal, uh, it's my personal uh, truth when you when it offends me when you call me uh, when you call me uh, simple-minded. So, why is it that we cannot apply this logic to them? Why is it that we can't use words that are offensive to small communities? It's because there's this complex, it's, there's this complex of the rule that is, oh, if you can make fun of the side that's in power, but when you start making fun of the people that are the little people with the quotation marks around it, the little people, you can't make fun of them. You can't make fun of the little people. But I saw that all throughout the eight years of Obama. You couldn't make fun of Obama and you couldn't make fun of the Democratic Party. You couldn't make fun of them. They were considered gods amongst men during his eight years. But you could sure as heck make fun of Republicans the entire time. And, and you could make fun of their stupid laws and their stupid policies, quote unquote, from them. But you can't make fun of them can't make fun of the left. And that's the one thing we have that's an, uh, an amazing weapon is laughter and comedy. We don't care if the joke is offensive. We don't care who it offends. If the majority of people like it and are laughing, that means it's good. And here's another thing. These are the people that are saying, oh, be, a pre- be, be loving for yourself. Love yourself, they always say. No matter how fat you are, you can be a billion pounds. Love yourself. No, sorry. doesn't roll like that. If you're extremely rotund, I'm not going to be attracted to you. If you're extremely rotund, I'm going to make fun of you. Because anybody can be made fun of. That's the beauty of comedy. Anybody can be laughed at. That's the reason why comedy is so important. Because it doesn't matter who it is. You can laugh at whoever it is. But that's the thing. They don't want you to laugh at certain people. They only want you to laugh at the people that they want you to laugh at. They want you to make fun of the people that they want to be made fun of. And they want you not only in that laughter, but they also want that laughter to be laughing at them from shame. They want you to be shaming them through your laughter, not laughing at them because it's good to laugh at yourself sometimes. No, they want you to be shaming. They want you to be shaming the people that they want through their through laughter from you. They want to control comedy to shun you. That's the reason why I thought it was very hysterical on how Dave Chappelle, one of the biggest comedians of our time, who voted for Hillary Clinton, who is in fact Muslim, and is black. 
anybody on his last special that just happened about a month and a half ago. He made fun of anybody. He made fun of everybody. So, yeah, I have a problem when a guy who voted for Hillary Clinton, who is black, and who's Muslim, most of the people that, or, or most or most uh, victim groups that are aligning with the left, he's going out there and being a free thinker against them. Because they are controlling comedy, and he doesn't want that to happen. And now look what they did to him. They gave, the, the, the critics gave him terrible ratings, but the audience gave him amazing ratings. But now they want you to believe that the critics are correct rather than the audience. Whatever happened to the, the left in there, oh, well, the masses and this and that, and uh, the, whenever, whenever Hillary won by two million more votes than, the pre- than President Trump, oh, well, she won the majority vote, then that means that people must like her more than Trump. Well, what about Dave Chappelle? What about the majority of people that like Dave Chappelle? What about the majority of the audience that liked Dave Chappelle and wanted to see more from him? That's where the hypocrisy lies. They are only going to appreciate and promote people that support them and push their agenda. They're not going to support the guy and gal who's different from them. They're not going to support the guy and the gal who's on their side but wants them to analyze what they're doing and see if it's rational. They don't care about rational. They're not rational. If they were rational, if if any human being was rational, if any human being was capable of making good decisions all the time, this world wouldn't be in the place it is currently. So that's the reason why whenever I see the left throwing comedians under the bus, especially ones that align with their political allegiance, with their party, it's very disturbing to see these people just sacrifice the people that have been on their side for years because they're not woke enough. They're not in the time. So that's the reason why I want to keep comedy the way it is. Keep it free range. Allow anything. Because if you have speech, the freedom of speech, to say whatever you want on stage, this is the thing. When it comes to speech, and it comes to and it comes to point of view. If you offend somebody and they refuse to go to one of your and they refuse to go to one of your stand-ups again, that's okay. Because when you lose somebody, you get more people as a result sometimes. You get you get more people to follow you. But this is the problem that we see. They don't want you to experience comedy on the free range. They want comedy to be controlled by them so they dictate what comedy is for you. Allowing free speech in comedy 
to be put in, integrated, because that's what it is. Essentially, comedy is laughing and free speech in a combination. You get to make people laugh with the free speech that you use. So go ahead and say what you want because you have the right to say But I will say this. The left has one thing correct. There are consequences for what you say. Indeed, there are. I'm not going to say that the left is correct on comedy. What I'm going to say is that one aspect where your speech can be used against you in a court of law because you have the freedom to say what you like, but it also can be used against you. That's a consequence. So whatever speech you hold, whatever speech you have, and you use, it can be used against you. People can dox you. People can withdraw sponsorships. They're more than welcome to. Because that may not be their stance. And that's okay. But the point is, is that you, as an American, who would like to pursue a career in comedy, are more than welcome to say what you please. Because you have the right to. When someone says you don't have the right to say some of these words because you're afraid it's going to offend people, I am more afraid that I will not be able to express my freedom of speech than actually offending somebody. Because when you take away someone's right to freedom of expression, either through nonviolent action such as protest and or speech, when you start restricting people's right to say such words, it eventually will backfire on you. That's the great thing, but also the bad thing about our Congress and how we run our government. Our government is reciprocal. Our government is reciprocal. I'll give you an example. Whenever, back in 2014, whenever the Democrats in, in the Senate, that when they wanted to flip the uh, when they wanted to flip the House when, no, excuse me, when they wanted to flip the Senate voting process, they wanted to flip it to a majority a majority vote, 51 out of 49 instead of a plurality which would be actually 66 out of 33 as a result as a result it got flipped against them, and two Supreme Court justices during the pre- and during President Trump's current pre- uh, administration have been confirmed as a result of that majority vote. So, whatever Democrats do and Republicans do is reciprocal toward each other. It will apply to both, no matter who is in power of what party. It does not matter. The president could be Democrat. And the House could be Republican and the Senate could be Republican. They could pass laws regulating the president's power because he's a Democrat. However, whenever a Republican inherits that office and then a Democrat inherits, uh, a Democrat inherits the, South, uh, the Senate and the House, 
the, Repub the Republican president does not have enough power to be able to work with Congress on certain issues. Because in the previous administration, it was restricted for the Democratic president. So that's the reason why, whenever somebody says restrict the powers of the president, hold on, find out what you need to do, because before you start restricting somebody's power and able to express freely, you have to find out if it's going to be reciprocal towards you. So that's the reason why I don't want to restrict speech. That's the reason why I don't want to restrict comedians' right to express what they believe. It shall not be regulated. But the one thing that comedians and all Americans should know is that there are consequences of what you say. Whatever you say can be used against you if you say the N-word towards somebody, which is very, which is considered very offensive. If you're using that in an offensive way, you will be criticized. However, however, I cannot stop you from freely expressing what you believe and what you would like to say. You have the freedom to be a jackass. You have the freedom to be an ignorant ass. You have the freedom to be a screw-up. You have the freedom to be a success. You have the freedom to do what you please. But when you start restricting people's right to express themselves, regardless of how offensive it is, that is where we draw the line. Because then where do we, what do we dictate as offensive? I don't believe in regulating anybody's speech. Because the Republican could easily say that any of those billion pronouns that people have is considered a offensive speech. It could be considered offensive speech. And if we start dictating what is considered offensive speech, then there will be no free speech. The only speech that I agree is to be regulated and that has already been regulated in the Gibbons versus Ogden case is that you cannot say fire in a movie theater. cannot say, I'm going to kill you. You cannot say that to somebody. If you say, I'm going to kill you, in, a, in, in an actual manner, in an actual tone of intent, that can, be that can be prosecuted. You can be thrown in prison for threatening somebody. Because that means that you have, you have verbally expressed violence, which is not under the Constitution which is not protected under the Constitution. You have verbally expressed that you will commit acts of violence. Therefore, that can be prosecuted. That's the only speech that I agree on. Nobody should be... Nobody should be... Nobody should be... doing that to anybody. Nobody. But the thing is, is that... whenever... somebody says... Well, what you just said is offensive speech, and it's violence. It incites violence. If I said that there are only two genders, how is that inciting, how is that inciting violence? I'm pointing out a biological fact. I'm not calling for 
the violence toward trans people. I'm not calling for the violence toward anybody else who is not male or born female, born male or female. I'm not calling for that. So how am I inciting violence when I'm clearly stating a biological fact that there are only two genders? How am I inciting acts of violence whenever I say that guns don't kill people, people kill people? How am I inciting acts of violence whenever I say that it is very unfortunate that police officers kill unarmed people regardless of skin color. How is that inciting violence toward a certain group of people? It's not. It's not. It's my expression. It's my belief. But not only that, it's backed by fact. Regardless of whoever's being killed by a police officer, it's a, it's a shame. It's sad. I don't like to see people die. I don't like to hear people die. I don't like to see people, regardless of skin color, killed by police officers. Whether they were killed because they were running from the cops and disobeying the law, or they were actually killed because the cop was a jackass. But when you start taking away people's expression to be able to express their views that they believe in, regardless if you disagree with them or not, that's the problem. We are so censor-heavy today because of people's feelings. My rights don't end where your feelings begin. My rights will never end where your feelings begin. My right to say whatever I please when I know I am aware of my consequences. When I'm aware of the consequences, I have the freedom to say what I please because that is my God-given right. Not by some government, not by some aristocrat, not by some bureaucrat, not by some politician. My right to freedomly express my beliefs is from the Lord above. Nobody else. I will not sit here and have my freedom of expression be violated because of someone's feelings. I don't have to take the moral high ground to defend my right. It's a right. There's no moral discussion on a right. You can't take someone's right away. That was my notification for my phone, I believe. You can't take anybody's right to a gun away. You can't take anybody's right to speech away. You can only criticize it. Because it is opinions. You have the freedom to express your opinion. Be prepared. Your opinion can be questioned. And it can be criticized. But at least you have the freedom to express it. That is what is most important. You have the freedom 
to express it. And don't ever give it up. That's the most important takeaway. You don't want to ever give up that freedom that you have. Because when you do, then you allow people to infringe on more than just your speech. You allow people to infringe more than just your guns. Eventually, it will just be the government infringing on the state's rights to govern itself. Don't let some aristocrat tell you what you can and cannot say. Because ultimately, these are the same people that are going around saying whatever they believe, but then whenever you have a counterpoint, you can't express that. Because they don't want you to think that way. They want you to think their way. That's the beauty of being a free speech advocate. You can say what you want. No matter how much I disagree with it. I am willing to die for your right to say what you want. If there are people who are on the left that listen to this podcast. I'll be quite honest. I do disagree with you. I believe you're incorrect on things. But that does not mean that the rights that you have to freedomly express what you believe will not be defended by me. They will be defended by me. I will die for your right to be able to express what you freely wish. That's the beauty of being a free speech advocate. Having the ability and the right to disagree, but also be unified In defending someone's disagreement. Anyway folks. I am at class. I will be going in. And I will be hopefully done. Later today. And I'm going to go home. Get some workouts in. Get some schoolwork done. I will be bringing you another episode on Wednesday, and hopefully it will be spicy. I'm not sure what I wanted to talk about then. We'll find out. To be quite honest, I might touch on... I don't know what's what's going on. Maybe maybe Italy, because my parents came back from Italy about a month ago, and Salvini has been gone. Unfortunately, he got voted out. But he was doing amazing things for the country, and I guess I'll go into detail about it on uh, Wednesday's episode. Alrighty, folks, you take care. I'm going to go and get into class. Hope you all have a great day.